everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are off to the stars, the dice stars, if you will. That is uh, the easiest <laughs> for a reference of where we're going on any game, I think. It's in the title. Um, yeah, we're going to review today a dice rolling game from Bruno Cathala and Ludovic Malblanc. And this is a game that came out in 2016. It is a one-to-four player. Uh, plays in 15 to 20 minutes, as you might expect for a roll-and-write dice game. Um, and is rated at 1.33. So pretty simple little game, as you might expect as well for these. No, I don't think there's any of these roll-and-writes that are like over 2, I don't know, 2.2 or something like that. I can't imagine. Not that I've played at least. Have you ever played a roll-and-write that it's like super complicated? I haven't, but I I know they exist. I've, I've definitely heard about them. I just haven't played them. It's just like the uh, extraterrestrial idea. It's like I mean, space is it's got to be aliens. <laughs> no, this is not, and this is not. They must exist. Uh, this is. I've definitely heard of them on different podcasts. Um, I think Hadrian's Wall might take it up a little bit. I haven't played it. But seeing as you have to play it on two different sheets of paper, uh, that might take it up a few notches. I know there's another one that is kind of like, it's like the roll and write of 18xx games. And if I think that would probably do it if there was one. So, Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. So you have evidence. <laughs> I have, I, I have, <laughs> I have ruminations in my brain that there are games that are kind of advanced that are roll and writes. <laughs> If All right, I had so to not... name them specifically, I have like maybe one that might be, and definitely one that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's not just swamp gas; it's definite concrete evidence. Fair enough. All right, here we go. <laughs> makes sense. So dice dice stars is not one of those complicated ones, but it is it kind of in the same vein of um, what you'd expect from a complexity of a roll and write. But it's a uh, it's really cool. It's very unique. It's not one. It's not like something I've quite played, and yet. It, feels very familiar so i guess that's kind of rolling rights in general but um uh as usual with uh, dice games i always love these with dice games because this adds an element of course to of luck to it but this does feel as well that there's quite there's quite a lot of strategy here i should say i doesn't just feel that way there is there's a lot of strategy here despite the dice rolling being available to you and the way they do the dice rolling is really interesting um so yeah let's get let's talk about how we play it and we can get more into our detailed thoughts about the game itself did you go over all the details about the game or did you just name the game <laughs> Uh, no, I believe I said Bruno Cathala and uh, Ludovic Maublanc. All right. Let okay, yeah. What else did I make? Yeah. Oh, I published by Matago. There we go. I'm like, I don't remember him saying Matago at the very least. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I missed the publisher. I got almost everything else, though. Almost everything else. All right. <laughs> okay, so how to play this game. Uh, each person gets a sheet of paper to write things on. Uh, a pencil, uh, and then there is a bag full of dice. Uh, in the bag, there are whatever, however you add things. Let's see, five plus two, uh, 14 dice then. Uh, there's two black, three purple, four blue, and five orange or yellow, however you want to count them. Uh, I, I see people going both ways on that. I think the dice look more orange, <laughs> but on the sheet of paper, it actually looks more yellow. So uh, anyway... Uh, every single one of the dice has the same faces. It is uh, two through six, and the one has been replaced with a star. 
basically, the way it's going to work is each person, the, it's an equal turns game. It, it will last as soon as a certain uh, criteria is reached, which I will eventually get to. Uh, on your turn, you are going to grab a certain amount of dice from the bag. Now, usually you have a choice, but there are a few instances in which case you must roll three. Uh, and those cases are basically actually no there's one case in which you must roll three uh and that is if there are no dice available that have already been rolled that are still sitting out that haven't been used essentially because there's essentially three places dice can be in the bag out for use or out but they have already been used they've used up dice that you kind of put off to the side Um, if there's nothing out in the still can be used area then you are required to roll three dice um basically and you 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 can choose one or two if that is not the case but if if that is the case you must roll three uh once those three are rolled or however many are out there from previous rounds uh then on your turn you're going to choose a category your category can be any one of 10 different things it's any of the four different colors any of the five different numbers or stars um, and to, I have to kind of explain how the uh, sheet that you're drawing on looks because it's, it's rows and columns, but they kind of uh, cracked things in the middle type of a thing in a diet. If you, <laughs> if, if you know what a uh, periodic table looks like, it kind of reminds me of that, the, the difference between the metals and the alloys. I can't remember. I, I'm not that yeah, great of yeah. a chemist, but I know enough <laughs> to know that I don't know enough. I mean, I'm anyway. a pretty good chemist, but <laughs> I'm not that good. Anyway, uh, on this, it basically has rows, uh, the black row, the purple row, the the blue row, the yellowish row, uh, and then there's a few other rows, but they're not actually full rows, but the, the I'm sorry, columns. I forgot the difference between rows and columns. So it's, the colors <laughs> are columns, black, black column, purple column, blue column, yellow column. The rows are numbers. They're the two, three, four, five, and six. So essentially, there is this four by five grid of white squares that you are going to be filling in with numbers and X's. The numbers are points. The X's are just spaces that got taken up and I'll get into how they get filled that way. But the other thing to notice on this sheet is that past the colors, there are a bunch of green squares, not white squares, but green squares that kind of extend the number rows. Uh, And two, the two row uh, is extended by four green squares. The three is extended by three. The four is extended by two green squares. And the five is extended by one green square. And the six row is not extended at all. Uh, These are extra spaces that you can fill in when you choose those categories. And I I will get into how things work. This is is a game (laughs) that is kind of complex into you just need to hold a lot of information when you're learning it but eventually as you play it you're like oh yeah that makes perfect sense yeah right right. anyway then past that there's actually a little thing where you can put in your score for those rows then past that there's places for stars all right so the rows extend out in the twos things there are two places for stars in the three row there are three places for stars four there's four five there's five six there are six places for stars and then past that is another place you can put scores Uh, so essentially this is that that's how the board looks when you're choosing something for a category uh, let's say for example you chose to use the blue dice you would look at all the blue dice that are in the available to use blue dice area you will sum up the total of all the faces on those dice stars are worth zero uh, and then you will fill in starting from the most the topmost empty square 
uh, and working your way downward, you will mark X's until you get to the number of dice you chose. So for example, if you chose there were three blue dice and there was a five, four, and a star, that means there's three blue dice. So you're going to be filling in three white squares in the blue row starting from the top and skipping over anything that's already filled. So you'd go X, X, and since now you're on the third one because there were three dice, you would fill in the sum total of what it was. So in this case, five plus four plus zero is nine. So you'd put in a nine there. So you're slowly filling in all of your squares and hopefully you can get a lot of high numbers because the larger the numbers they are, the more they score points. Uh, if you would choose something like numbers, so if you chose twos, you would choose all the twos no matter what color they are. Uh, add them all up and you would do the similar thing so if there were seven twos in there uh, you would have seven squares that you would fill and in the last square you are going to fill the number 14 because seven times two is 14 uh, and again you'd skip over anything you aren't allowed to take certain things if you can't fill all of the squares so for example uh, if uh, if, weirdly enough, all of them were twos, and it was all the dice, I don't know how that would happen, uh, but in that case, there would be 14 twos. There aren't 14 squares available on the twos row. Uh, there are only seven, so you couldn't fill that in. Or if, say, for example, you were trying to fill in blues, and you only had two more spaces in blues, uh, but there were three or four blue dice out there, you couldn't use that. You must be able to use every single one of the squares as... Uh, ruled by how many dice you are picking. So if you can't do it, you can't choose it, which I will get to in a bit. That is kind of important. Uh, but <laughs> if you choose stars, I didn't say what happens when you choose stars. It's kind of similar, but you're a little bit more free-reigned. Uh, when you choose stars, you can fill in any of the star squares. You do not, you are not restricted by anything other than they are the star squares. So as I mentioned, uh, each row has a, the an equivalent amount according to the number die that it is associated with. Uh, so if you were to pick up three stars, uh, then you can fill out three star squares. Now, you'd probably want to put that in the one that has exactly three, and I'll get to why. Uh, but you can put them in any, and you can kind of scatter. You could put one in... Uh, three different ones if you wanted to. You are not restricted to any row. You can spill over if you need to. Uh, but how you kind of strategize is based on how these things score. Uh, essentially what's going to happen is once we reach the end of the game, and I'll get to how that happens, is you will total up all the values in each row. So you'll look through each of the numbers and you'll add all those numbers up. X's are zero, so they, they are not 10, it's not Roman numerals. Uh, and you'll kind of put that in the intermittent area. Then you will look at your stars rows. And for each row that you have left empty, you didn't fill any stars in, you will just say, okay, whatever I scored in that row is what I scored. That's it. I don't do anything special. I just move the number over, and that's what I score for this row. If you filled it completely in with stars, so let's say, for example, we're talking about the one for fours, uh, and you filled it with four stars, you would double whatever score you just put down for, the pre for that four row. So you'd look and go, oh, I put uh, a score of 20 down. I will double that. I now scored 40 because I got all the stars. If you filled it partially, then you score absolutely nothing for that row. So if you filled only three of the four stars in for the four row, uh, that 20 points that you scored is now zero. You scored nothing. So it's kind of a small little gambit that you're playing. You're kind of 
teetering on when do I think the game is end, gonna end? Do I think I'll have enough time to get more stars to fill this in? Or it also kind of depends on how many stars you are filling in. Uh, so for example, if you're able to grab four stars right away, yeah, go for it. Uh, if you're able to grab four stars, but that would cause you to finish the row, but also need to finish another roll, that might be a bit risky. Uh, and all of this depends on when the game ends. The game will end in one of two different scenarios. Either one player has filled in all of the, uh, let's see, uh, 20? 20 white squares that are there. Again, those are the ones that are strictly in the defined rows and columns of colors and numbers. Uh, if someone fills in all of those, then the game will end as soon as everyone has, an, has had an equal number of turns. Uh, or if one person, when it's their turn to choose something to score on their paper, uh, they can't pick any of the categories, in which case they must take a penalty. So if you're looking and going, all right, well, I could pick blues, but I don't have enough room for blues, or I could pick twos, but oddly enough, I don't have enough room for twos, or I could pick, I can't pick stars because there's no stars available for me. Oh, I can't take any of these. Then you're going to take a penalty, which means you as that player would then have to pick any one of those categories and whatever that would score. So if you're, say, taking blues uh, and there's a three and a two, uh, you would take a five-point penalty because three plus two is five, and you'll write that down, and they have a little thing that has like a meteor down there that you'd write negative five so that's going to be your penalty points that is also cause for end of the game so as soon as any one person takes a penalty or any one person fills all uh 20 of their white squares that will cause the end of the game again equal amount of turns whoever has the most points wins and there you go <clears throat> that is dice stars um yeah this is another great one i mean honestly bruno Cathala and uh, ludovic you you can't go wrong with those guys in a lot of ways it's, it's pretty hard to beat their especially their small games um they do just an amazing job and this is a great one i i gotta say dice stars is i love these rolling rights and dice stars is no exception but it's really fun i i it's it's the most fun i've had with a couple grids <laughs> i think in a long time yeah. um and so I, I there's just these as usual with these guys there's just these little tweaks to the way things are done um, that make them really fun. And honestly, this one isn't even that. It's taking an expected mechanism and uh, tweaking it to make it their own. It's just, it's very pretty straightforward. It's just the way the game flows. Is, it, it's surprisingly engaging, like having to choose between a row and column and then having those overflow rows for the uh, numbers numbered dice ascending um, with two having the most, of course, and then six having none. It's it's creates some really fun and interesting choices. And then, obviously, adding in stars is another variable. But one of the things I really love about this game is the fact that that final penalty that you just finished describing, I thought that was very clever. I really like the idea um, of choosing your <laughs> punishment, <laughs> I guess, for uh, missing a turn, and the fact that it just, like, ends the game. It, it creates kind of this sort of fevered... Um, ending of the game where you are really having to test your luck and you can only make one mistake to get those last few points and hopefully get a turn through. Um, on our game that we played, I, def I ended the game, I had to make a... <laughs> I was so far behind, I had to make a crazy... Not, a, not even crazy, just I had to make a, maybe not the most ideal roll, but it was my only option to, to grab some massive points at the end. And unfortunately, the dice just did not go my way, and then went perfectly your way. <laughs> and so it was—it uh, was really exciting. It created a very um, 
I don't know, exciting ending to these. A lot of the roll and rights that I've played at least, they and I'm thinking specifically of like um Gancho and Cleva or um uh Quicks, where you take penalties over the course of the game and then if you take enough, of course, the game can end, but you just sort of see those negative points collecting. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't dislike that mechanism. But there's something fine, there's something so absolute about this one. It's just like, and as soon as you mess up, you are done. <laughs> and, 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 but it's not mean in any way. I just, I really liked it, I have to say. And, and the fact that you can choose the least damaging of the mess up. So, you know, you can factor that in. If you know you have to do a final roll, you can potentially roll a certain amount of dice to maybe have more options or less options and um, for what that penalty will be. So I thought it was really, really clever way to end the game and enforce the penalty of the, of these games. So we played two and I would assume this stacks well, but what is your experience playing this game with other player counts? Um, I've played, I think the most I've played with is three. I don't think I've ever gone to four. Uh, this is this is not one of those first games I tend to bring out with people where it's just like, all right, let's start playing games, and this is the first sure, one. This yeah. is, tends to be like after we've played like maybe uh, a few games over a vacation, and it's like the second day. It's just like, all right, let's try this game. Now that we've played all these other games like Quicks and things like that, let's let's kick it up a notch because now yeah. you're in the you're in the mindset of how do I pay attention to rules of games because. Even I actually skipped one rule in this in the giving the rules, which is uh, oh. if at any point in time someone chooses stars, then dice go back into the bag, and also if the bag mm. is empty, the used dice go back into the bag, and then the next player who goes has a choice of whether to move the dice that are currently unused that are out of the bag go back into the bag. There's a lot of things in there. There's a lot of things like there are choices in this game, uh, but. I think it plays well, really well. It's a game where you are paying, kind of paying attention to other players for for more, more like two reasons. One is to be like, what dice do I want to leave them type of a thing? Like, if I choose this, if I leave these stars here, do I think they're going to take stars? I mean, they've they just finished working on stars. I don't think I want to, I don't think they're going to take these stars if I leave them here and then I might be able to build up more and get, get more bang for my buck if I take stars, if it comes back to me type of a thing. But also, right. uh, as you were kind of mentioning, is once it gets close to the end of the game, you are vehemently uh, checking to see... Is this game going to end? Is this my last turn? Is the, is the next turn going to be my last turn? Do I think they're going to zonk? Do I think they can finish everything off? If I leave them this, am I leaving them a hole so that they, at the very least, can't end it, but they can get one step towards it so that they don't get a penalty and then I can technically get another turn? There's some crunchy, interesting decisions every step of the way uh, because you're going, do I want to roll one die? If I roll one die... Like I think the last game that we played together, I was sitting there going, if I roll one die, uh, I might not roll the color I need to fill in what I have here. But if I roll right. three dice, then I might roll too many dice to fill in what I need here. Uh, or I might get too many of this number. So then I can't, even if I don't get the thing to end the game, I might not have the right things I need to just fill in bonus spaces. So I can't even do that. Or I might be stuck with taking stars that I don't want right now because I've got everything nice and cleanly done in all my stars categories and i'd hate to zonk something at this point in time so it's really (laughs) really tough decisions and sometimes it's like you're sitting there going god i hate all of these dice but then you're sitting what can i take that makes 
the like the best of the worst because sometimes you're like, but I don't want to take blues because I'm trying to build up a big five category because that's where I've put my stars type of thing. And mm-hmm. you're like, all right, but then I'm knocking out this thing. So you're trying to figure out what's the best of the worst decisions. And it's just like, it's, even that is like, you're not going, God, this is stupid. You're going, God, what's what should I do? You're, you're kind of stressing over like a stupid decision, which is a great game mechanic. <laughs> to me (laughs) (laughs) no it really is it really is yeah it and it it does create those it's surprising the amount of choices that such a simple structure makes but yeah you're you're absolutely correct i'd felt the same way in that way or i can second that (laughs) you're correct sir (laughs) i can second that opinion i should say um and uh yeah i just this one was great it it really did feel like there's some fun decisions and and also some where it's just like at with that same thing that you presented where it's just like, should I roll one extra or should I go whole hog and roll the three? I could hurt myself. But at the end of the day, two, it's dice. So I don't know exactly the outcome. So it's more just odds. But then again, I like rolling dice. So I'm going three. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and so, at, at the, you know, still at the at the final um, turn, you, you are at the final end of your turn. You are rolling the dice and um, seeing what happens. And so I always love doing that, of course. So. Yeah, I like this one's great. It's kind of a bummer. It's out of print right now. I've been trying to find it. You mentioned, of course, that you could easily print and play this game yourself, and that's obviously true. But um, I was hoping that they would reprint this game. I'm surprised it's not still around for being as somewhat recent as it is, 2016. Uh, I, I, I don't think it made it big of a smash. I the only reason I heard of it is I went to a game convention and it was just a, a game that was in the game library, and I'm just like. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's try that. I think my my wife was more like that. She's very up for rolling rights, and she saw that, and she's like, "Let's try that one." And we tried it, and she loved it, and we immediately purchased it at the time. So, uh, yeah, I I think I've occasionally seen it recently. Just if you have to go to a, a game store that probably has a large library type of a thing, uh, and right. if you see it, nab it uh, because yeah. again, it's going to be hard to find. But uh, it is it is a decent gem. It's got some it's got some weight to it for a. Uh, a rolling right. Uh, you mentioned it's kind of lower on the scale, but there are interesting decisions. It's not a like rolling right where you're just like picking one thing and then it's over, um, right? And you are paying attention to other people, which is really nice compared to some other games like Ganshan's Clever. You're only kind of paying attention, like, do I want to leave them a one? Do I want to leave them a two? And that's about all you're doing. Uh, this yeah, one, you are yeah. you are paying very close attention. Do I want to leave them all of these fours? That would be horrible. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't want to take all the fours because that's not what I'm going for. But if I take these black, at least it'll take away some of those fours, and I don't mind taking those black ones. Type of a thing so it's it's it it's really it's an interesting game and i'm surprised I, i'm i'm both surprised and also not surprised that it's not more more popular than it than it is because it's so good and i can see how it got kind of passed over because you just looking at the box you go eh, it's it's a pretty decent game yeah no i i totally agree i i um I forgot about that. That's a good point, though, about the fact that you're engaged with other – you're sort of engaged around the table as people are taking their turns. That is really quite different than a lot of other roll and rights, which are kind of doing your own thing and then checking in periodically. But I'll keep my eyes open, hopefully, um, as I'm popping to the local game store to see if I can find a copy. But, uh, yeah, this is this is a pretty great one. Um, okay, let's talk about taking it out and about as we are wont to do. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Where do we now? See now, I'm like, where do we start again? <laughs> what? I really want to talk about if your mom would like it right no, away. No, no, no. You were you were right. You were right in the first place. 
I know I stay on target where we start, but stay on target. (laughs) Trust your senses. Um, All right. So, yes, uh, we're let's taking it out. So as usual, this is going to be a roll and write. So you kind of had no what to expect here taking it out. But it's um, not going to surprise you in really any way. So taking it out is just going to be you grabbing the box, popping it open, throwing the dice on the table in the bag, and then everyone grabbing a sheet. Unless you've laminated your sheets, of course. I guess you'd still be grabbing a sheet, but um, this comes with a big pad of paper or of, of sheets in it that you would rip off, and then everyone would just use those uh, for the game. I'm not sure if they're double-sided. I would assume they are. They're... Yeah, okay. And so you can get a couple uses out of them, and the stack of sheets is quite large, so you're going to play – I don't know. I, I've never run out of sheets for any of my rolling rights, and so I feel like these are like lifelong commitments <laughs> Of course. Here. That's what I always think. That's the first my thought of like, I'm going to run out of these. I know it's going to come. I'm going to run out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play this so much every day. <laughs> um but, uh, but yeah, that, and that's pretty much it. So you're going to have your little sheet in front of you, and you're going to be marking it off as the game progresses. And then in the middle of the table, there's going to be um, a fluctuating uh, kind of, uh, I don't know, how would you describe array? it? A little, Let's call that uh, an array. Okay, an array. A array of dice that are going to be um, rolled and left out, uh, claimed and set aside. Uh, and then refilled back in the bag as the stars come out, <laughs> as the stars come out <laughs> um, and are used, uh, the dice will be tossed back in the bag periodically. So it's just going to be a lot of rolling in the middle of the table. Um, the dice are nicely colored and they're very clear, distinct what they are between the other dice. There's no color that's kind of like, is that purple or is that black? It's very clear uh, whether or not it's yellow or orange. That That is true. <laughs> I'm looking at the actual sheet. The It's so funny why they do it. I mean, orange just must be harder color to get the ink right but it's just like well why don't just make the dye orange (laughs) the dice or yellow i mean um because the paper is always yellow but that's pretty much it so usual as usual for these rolling rights it's going to be a real easy game to take out with you and throw in a bag and um, play around some drinks or food the vibe of this game is also very good. Like Alex mentioned, it's it's you're you're more engaged than a lot of other rolling rights. You're kind of paying attention to what other people are doing, and that sort of gets you more in the mood of being I don't know more table talk about their turns and more more excited. Um, not just whether they're doing good or bad, but also you're anticipating how the game state's going to be when it comes back to you, and so you're you're kind of like rooting for certain things to happen while their turn's happening. And so it creates a, a fun, competitive vibe it, in the game. So high, high marks for that, higher than many, many other rolling rights, I would say, for such a, a little simple game, but really does it that well. Who this is for and not for, I mean, you could pretty much mark this up for any rolling right. I will say who it's for is something you touched on again, too, is anyone who likes rolling rights, of course, but especially anyone who likes a clever take on uh, a rolling right. This one does it really, really well and feels different um, than than a lot of them do. Uh, who it's not for, I guess if you have a phobia of dice, um, <laughs> I can't think of anything else. This is pretty solid If you, if you also have a sphere of stars, maybe, that yes. could also, yes. <laughs> yes. If you've ever been abducted and it just triggers you remembering the abduction because you're off to the stars, um, then maybe not. But other than that, pretty broadly appealing this game's pretty solid and i can't imagine I, any gamer I, like being meh if if you really are looking for a, a deep theme in your games like there is mm, basically sure. no theme in this uh as as you 
kicked off at the start of the show, uh, which it's <laughs> not even themed around stars, really. Uh, they do have a meteor near where the penalty is. That's about it. They're, like, yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> they tried. They did. They made an effort. <laughs> so, but, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. If you're looking that, for no. a rich theme, this isn't going to – this isn't doing anything for you. So I could see people being like, ah, well, you know, it's rolling right, it's rolling right, whatever. And so if, if, that, if that's your kind of attitude, then – uh, I don't think this is going to change your mind, but if if you're always looking for a little something interesting, I, this has something interesting to it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I guess the only other caveat too would be, like you mentioned before, this is not necessarily your intro to dice rolling games. It's simple and it's straightforward, and you can get it very easily. But it's not the simplest or easy. Like it's not quicks where it's fairly there, easy to throw it on the table and everyone there, pretty much. There's gets a it. hurdle to it. Yeah, there's a there's a bar of entry at least. It, it, it's it's a it's just a an initial bar of entry. I've taught it to people who aren't huge gamers, and they've given me these glossy looks when I teach them, uh, and they're just like, <laughs> "What?" I'm like, "Trust me, just play like." Yeah. Yeah. two three turns you're gonna get this and there's yeah, like you'll get okay it. and they're like lost for those turns and eventually they're in it they are just as in it as i am by the end of it uh and so there it's just that initial bar and so if you're gonna deal with someone who's gonna have problems with that initial bar this might not be their game yeah for sure but uh, uh, once they get into it and everyone else, I think you're going to love this one. This is a really great game. I hope they reprint it or it comes out in some other form or they just um, – I don't know. They, there's a hidden cache somewhere <laughs> that they're going <laughs> to find and start selling again. But uh, that is Dice Stars. Would your mom like it? I think your mom would love this game. The only downside is that I think there is that slight bar to overcome. But I think, like you, like you just said, if she gets a, a couple turns in, I think she'd really think this game's fun. It has more of that interplay of players than a lot of roll and rights do. It is dice and it is some real, there's some really exciting and fun decisions here uh, to be made. So that, I think it's a definite yes for me. What What do you think? Am I close Oof. to the mark? I'm going to say maybe no. I'm going to say Whoa. If, if she could get over that hump, I think she might like it. Uh, I think if there was no hump, then she, I could definitely say, I would put this more on the maybe yes, if there was no hump to get over, because then she'd be like, all right, yeah, I know that my mom's initial impressions of games tends to uh, taint the rest of her impression, so if at the right. right in the beginning she's totally confused, no matter whether or not she gets it later on, she is still going to think back and go, God, I was so confused at the beginning. Maybe this is harder than I think it is, type of thing. And so she'll that will taint the rest of her impression. It's just like, come on, <laughs> you know how to play this. You're doing great. Come on. And she's like, eh, yeah, it's, it's too hard. It's just, I just don't get it. And it's like, you do get it though. She's like, I know, but I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm putting, I'm putting this at a maybe no, just because of that bar. I think that bar really? is going to throw her off enough that she is. Right from the get-go, going to go, oh, God, not not one of these games. And then for the rest <laughs> of that game and any future game, she's going to go, oh, but God, I remember having to learn that game, and that was so hard. And it's probably going <laughs> to start – It's gonna. she's going to have that feeling of that's how it's going to start, is every game's going right. to start with, oh, God, I, uh, I don't uh. – and so she's just going to have that attitude. 
And so I think I think that and tr- just passive aggressive the whole time, <laughs> rolling dice off the table. Oops, I did it again. Oops, no. no, she's definitely not that. I I've played with people who are like that, and they drive me nuts. Oh god, yeah, uh, I've never been driven nuts by my mom playing a game. That is that is one thing I can say. The very least, she does her best. Uh, and and I I should say I have played games with my mom recently, so I have been reattuned to what she's looking for. <laughs> and there have been there were games where uh, we played it multiple times and the first time she's like i don't understand the second game we played she's like i still don't quite get what we're doing and then by like the fourth or fifth game she knew exactly what she was doing but she still had that attitude yeah oh god i don't i still don't i'm like you do know what you're doing you do you totally know what you're doing (laughs) you're playing the right cards (laughs) right yeah you're doing everything correctly you're winning for the love of god Yeah, well, that's surprising, because didn't you say that you're... Wouldn't, didn't you have a maybe yes for, like... What was the game that surprised me? Was it Kaleka, or was it, like, Point Salad? I did something? have a maybe yes for Kaleka. Oh, but- wow. So this, <laughs> I don't know where we are anymore, Alex. The universe is tipped upside down, because that is insane. <laughs> I There's less of a bar of entry on that one, is what I'm saying. Okay. That one is just like, okay, I play this. It does exactly what it says it does. And, you know, she knows how to go shopping. So it's like, oh, <laughs> this this shop is open. I'm going to try and get in there, and I'm going to do whatever I can to get in the front of the line. Now, it's possible you can play cards that will totally screw you up, and be like, oh, I forgot that you might have a card that would do that type of thing. But at the very least, she's enjoying herself the way through. She might be angry at you, and I think she would enjoy being <laughs> angry at you. Uh, and that's my reasoning for that, right? <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair Whereas enough. this is, it's all internal, and she's going, oh, I don't, uh, uh, like, there is she isn't she's yelling at me because she doesn't understand the game and that's not the type of angry she likes. Right, right, fair enough. <laughs> okay, just uh, just rage, confused rage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that uh, yeah that surprised me. I would like to play this with your mom if she was into it. Oof, I think this would be oof. a fun one, but. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we'll see. I, like I know you just had a trip home, but I have I have not seen your parents in a long time. So we have to set up a, a trip where we coincide and can play a bunch of games with your mom, just so I can report back on my experience. But uh, but yeah, that's that is Dice Stars. It is it is a broadly easily recommendable game. It's pretty good. Of course, you cannot quite get your hands on it. I do see it pop up, and you've said you've seen it in stores. So keep your eyes out for it. It's really solid. <clears throat> I think it'd be a great game for um, anyone's collection and have obviously to throw in your bag or just to keep with you. Um, and especially if you're like, uh, uh, my wife and my, I and you and your wife who have like, you know, you guys play a lot of two players and, and this is just perfect for like, you know, if you have a few minutes, just like, hey, should you want to play a quick game and then you get a game out when you're, I don't know, just trying to kill some time. This is just uh, just a great game. All right, everybody. Let's see. Did I miss everything? Or miss, did I miss everything? <laughs> did I miss yes, anything? you missed everything. You hit upon nothing. Nothing at all. This game everything is, you thought this... you said, that was a fever dream. <laughs> your... Mike has been off this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think I got everything, and, and, and even in the right order. So um, definitely recommend from us. Uh, let's yeah. see. Anything else Great for we taking wanna... out. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've only ever taken this game out, so it's a great game. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't quite plan a night around it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, tonight, tonight's the night we finally played it stars. Let's light some candles. Let's get some drinks. Man, <laughs> really you get romantic with your games. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, we just don't pay our electricity bills. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. You can get a hold of us in a couple different ways. Um, of course, at Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and fill out our comment form there on our Chits and Chat page. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and get some suggestions on games we could play or some comments on anything we've reviewed, good or bad. Uh, let's see. We hope you're all playing some games. And, um, yeah, we're looking forward to doing the next one. So we will catch you on the next episode. Bye.